We learned a few days ago about the importance of presentation and packaging. You remember when we were talking about covering the chalas um, on, on the table on Friday night, we had the shi'iltas, kihechi, the lesi leakri, the shabsa, so that the chalas should come with the, in, in order to honor the shabbos. And we talked about the, the packaging and, and how important that is and the unwrapping process, the taking off the, the chalas cloth. That's almost, according to the shi'iltas reason, taking off the chala part, cloth is the important part. You only cover it so that you can take it off, that you can unwrap like a gift. The important part of the wrapping is the unwrapping, because that's all the anticipation and the excitement that is, that is there. So to take the, the, chala, the, the wrapping off the chala after Kiddush, and then the chalas are there, Liyakra de Shabson, we talked about the other minhogim of, in, the, in their time, that they used to actually bring the tables in after Kiddush, and so on. So, so the, um, the wrapping, the, the packaging, is very, very important. And it's important to appreciate that there are two types of packaging. And, and we package lots of things, and, and we should package more things even than, than we do, as we'll see. The two types of packaging are the following. If the value of the object is more important to you than the cost, then you package individually, and you make the package as attractive as you can. If the cost of the object is more important to you than the value, then you package it in the most efficient way that you can. Either no packaging or cheap packaging or lots of things packaged together. So not only now does the value determine the packaging, <coughs> if, you value the, if the value is more important than the cost, it will be individually packaged and beautifully packaged. <coughs> if the cost is more important than the value, then it will be packaged in, in, in a different way. So there at, at MacStock, when people go to MacStock, they're interested in the cost. The packaging, they're willing, willing to be mochel on the packaging. They're interested in the cost, so you don't package it beautifully. But if you go to Tiffany's, it's packaged differently from the way it's packaged at MacStock because there you, it's value more than cost. You don't care that much exactly how the diamond costs. It must be a Tiffany's diamond. That's what's important. So they package it beautifully. It's, it's different. So not only does the packaging an impact of the value, but, but it works the other way around as well. That's why packaging is so important for marketing. Because if something is packaged beautifully, the message you're giving the buyer or the receiver is that the value is more important than the cost. That's the most important thing in marketing, to make the, the buyer feel the value is more important than the cost. So the first yesoid, who would have thought that in the Gemara we've got these marketing principles? That the first yesoid, therefore, in marketing is if you want value to be emphasized rather than cost. If you're selling discounts and you're selling by cost, then you don't want packaging because people think I'm, I'm probably paying for the packaging. That's such a waste. But if, you, if you're marketing value over cost, then you want it to be packaged beautifully. And the same applies with ideas, by the way. Ideas also have to be packaged. If, you've, if all that's important is the time, you've got an hour to learn and you want to get as much in as you can, because you've only got an hour, and what's important is how much did you manage in the hour? How many duff did you cover? Then you don't have to worry about packaging. Package as much as you can into the hour, and that's it. But if the idea is important, if you really are getting into a concept in learning, and it's not how much time it takes, it's the idea is what's important. Then you work on one idea until you've really understood it properly and it's gone deep. It's a different kind of packaging, whether it's for yourself or for other people. Packaging is not just for other people. Packaging is for yourself as well. It makes a difference. 
And that's the principle of Ein Isim Mitzvah's Chavilos Chavilos. We have a principle in Halacha that you don't package lots of mitzvahs together. And, and we have that, that concept introduced to us on Dafkuf Beis, Amud Beis, and Rashi say, and Rashbam says, because it looks like the mitzvahs are cheap, that you're just worried about the cost, getting over with as quickly as possible. Efficiency shows that you're interested in cost. Attractiveness shows that you're interested in value. And by mitzvahs, the focus should not be on the cost. How much time did it take me? How quickly could I do it? How many mitzvahs could I do it with once? It's not about cheap resources with a mitzvah. It's about making the mitzvahs beautiful. So there you have a definition of enosim mitzvahs, chavilas, chavilas. And if you take that definition, not only will it explain this piece of Gemara, but it will explain all the Gemaras and Shaft that deal with ein mitzvahs, chavilas, chavilas. Why it is and how you do it and when you do it. If you just appreciate that principle, it's a marketing principle. But it's not just marketing in terms of trying to persuade somebody else. It's the, it's the expression of value. Because when we do mitzvahs, the value is more important than the cost. If the value is more important than the cost, that's how you present it. Um, and so when, you, when you're presenting ideas, if you're giving a Dvar Torah, you're giving a shir, you're writing an article, Philip, even if it's just a vort, there should be, you've got to make a decision. Is this about just getting as many thoughts as you can in onto the page or into the five minutes or put as much in as you can? Or is this about presenting one idea beautifully because that idea is really important to you? And when my father used to train, train us as children to, to say Advaitari, to give a shir as little children, one of the principles was, was always whenever you're going to say something, it needs to have a title. The audience doesn't have to know the title, but you have to know the title. Uh, because unless you have a title, it's just packaging a whole lot of stuff into the box. The title shows you this is what it is. So you need to know when you're talking, what, what is the heading? What's the title? That's something that one has to have very clearly. So now with that, the, the, the Gemara talks about an, an interesting case. The Gemara brings that Gomru Kos Rishon, the top of Kufbez Amud Bez. There are situations where you, people are starting to eat early on Friday and they're having a Friday afternoon, an Erev Shabbos party. And come Shabbos, they're still in the middle of the party. So according to Rabbi Yossi, you can carry on eating. You don't even have to stop for Kiddush. At the end of the party, you, you make Kiddush. And, and, even though then, and then everybody goes home. I Kiddush B'mokam Suda. It was B'mokam Suda, except it was at the end of the Suda instead of the beginning of the Suda. A strange halachic concept we're not used to it because we don't practice it. But, but it works according to Rabbi Yossi. You, you have a Friday party, Shabbos comes in, you keep eating. Don't interrupt the party. Don't stop the party. Yes, Rabbi Yossi does hold also. That Peres Mapa, there is a, an idea of stopping, covering the table, saying Kiddush, then uncovering the table so that the rest of the meal is a Shabbos meal, not a Friday party. But if you didn't do that, it's okay, you can keep going and then you make Kiddush at the end. Ask the Gemara, sorry, and what do you do? The way you do it is at the end of the meal, you, you bench on a cup of wine. Then you pour another cup of wine and you say Kiddush. Use one glass. Why are we being so wasteful? If, 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 if the efficiency is more important than the value, use one glass. No, this is the Gemara. Why not? You don't say two Kiddushes on one, on one coast, two broches. My time, because what's important is the value, not the cost. If it's the value, you package them separately. You don't package them together. The wine is the packaging of the mitzvah. The mitzvah is Kiddush. The mitzvah is Birkas Hamozen. 
the wine is the packaging. So you don't package a whole lot of different mitzvahs into one packaging. Each one has its own packaging because this is important. These are important things. So then there are a couple of interesting things that then explain some of our minhagim, and you also see the evolution of halacha here and of minag. So Tosva says that's why for sheva brachas we use two cups. You know, the whole ritual at the end, you bench and one, and then you the other one, and then back to the first one. What's going on? You need two cups because there's benching and there's sheva brachas, two different kedushas. You have a you have a, a cup of wine for each one. Tosfos says quite, quite interestingly, if you look at the language of Tosfos, it's different from the way we do it. But for, for the Sheva Brochus, you bring another Kos. So Korban Nasanel points out that according to Tosfos and the Rosh, when do you bring the other Kos? After you've finished benching. You don't pour two glasses like we do. You do one glass, you bench with the one glass. Then you pour a second glass for Sheva Brochus. And you don't make the Bore Priagofen on the second one. So like we do, what do we do? We go back to the first one to make Bore Priagofen at the end of Sheva Brochus. Right? You make the bench, six Brochus, back to the first glass, Bore Priagofen. But he doesn't say that to us. You've already said a Bore Priagofen in the Kos You don't say it twice. So Tosfus holds that you, what is the order? Bench and say Bore Priagofen on the benching glass. Pour another glass and say the, the Sheish Brochus. Asks Tosfus, what about Birkas Amazon? It's okay. You've already, what about Bore Priagofen? You've already said Bore Priagofen. You've said the Brocha for wine already. You don't have to say it again. That's not quite how we do it. But in the Rosh, we see it more like, like we do it, because there the Rosh says, He also says, you bring another glass afterwards. And then you go back, you say, at the end, and you go back, but you say the on the benching cap. So you see, the Rosh is a little different from Tosfus. And you remember the Rosh, the Maram, Rutenberg, the Mordechai, that whole group, and that becomes our halacha. So that's the way we go, even though Tosfus is a little bit different. So let's look at the Mordechai, since the Rosh and the Mordechai are both the same school of thought. The Mordechai explains a little bit more and says, he asks the question that, that was asked to Rav Nisim Goen. Rav Nisim Goen was, was early, early 8th century Tunisia. Gedele Israel in Tunisia, very important. Chavar of Rabbi Nechananel, that was a very important part in, in Jewish history. And uh, Rav Nisim Gon was asked the question, why do they put Bore Priyagofen at the end of the benching? It's always at the beginning. In Kiddush, you make Bore Priyagofen first, then you say Kiddush. Avdola, you make Bore Priyagofen first, then you say Avdola. Benching, you bench, and then you say Bore Priyagofen. Explains Rav Nisim Gon, you need to understand the energy of benching as opposed to the energy of Kiddush. The energy of Kiddush is to open up to a meal, to allow you to eat. The energy of, of, of benching is to close off a meal. So once you've closed off the meal, if you would make the Bore Priyagofen and then bench, and then you drink the wine, the energy is all wrong, the flow is wrong. You make a Bore Priyagofen, and then you don't drink anything. Then you bench, and you're closing off. Then you drink, and you haven't made a Bore Priyagofen, it doesn't work. So close off with the benching, and then you make a new Bore Priyagofen, even though you're doing it on the glass that was used for the benching, you make a new Bore Priyagofen. And then he goes on to discuss, so what about Sheva Brochus? 
הקטיק שמבורך עם ברכס המוזן בחופה, למה נהגו להמתין לבורך בריפי הגופן עד לאחר שבע ברכס? So you see the Mordechai is also going the Rosh's way, which is understandable. Bore Priyagofen at the Sheva Brochus at the end, not at the beginning like we do at the Chuppe. The Chuppe we do Bore Priyagofen at the beginning, and he goes on to explain that. But at the benching we do Bore Priyagofen last. Ask the Mordechai, isn't Tosfus right? The time to say the Bore Priyagofen is right after the benching. So you should bench and say Bore Priyagofen. And then take the other glass and say the six brachas. Why do we say Bereh Priyagofen at the end? So answers the Mordech. Since Bereh Priyagofen was pushed till after Birkas HaMozen. And it was made, so we say, so you make it just before you drink. You make it on like you would normally do. You make a brocha just before you drink. So although technically it should be before Birkas HaMozen, like Kiddush and Havdola, but we can't because the flow is all wrong. So put it at its normal place. You make the Bore Priyagofen before you drink. Now that Bore Priyagofen has been pushed to just before the drinking, and now you've got Sheva Brochus. Where do they fit in? Or the six Brochus. Where do they fit in? Says the Mordechai, they fit in between benching and the Sheva and, and the Bore Priyagofen because you've already pushed Bore Priyagofen to just before you drink the wine. So that's saying the Mordechai. Now everything's come out the way we actually do it. That's where the Minak comes from. A long time ago, the Minak is established. So we have the two glasses in front of us, not, not as Tosfus and the Rosh learn. We have the two glasses in front of us, uh, although some don't. Some go the Rosh's way and, and pour one glass for Birka Samozan and then the other one later. We, we bench. We, take, we put down the benching cup. We pick up the cup for the Sheva Brochus. We say the six of the Sheva Brochus. We put down the, the Sheva Brochus cup. We lift up the benching cup again. We say Bereh Priyagofen. And, and we drink. That's the way we do it. But the principle of Enos in Mitzvahs, Chavilus, Chavilus, is a life principle that the way you package something indicates your, your philosophy. Is what I'm packaging here something that where the value is more important than the cost? Or is the cost more important than the value? That will be determined by the way you present it, by the, the packaging. In the case of Mitzvahs, Enos in Mitzvahs, Chavilus, Chavilus.